Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. This is Karate, and this is the second episode of 2021. <laughs> it is. And I think we did really, really well with the first review and the film. And obviously we started the year off with a really good score. I'm not going to tell you what it is, so you can go and check it out. But I didn't want to disappoint again. Like I wanted to have like quite a high standard film up there, if that makes sense. Yeah. And this time it might shock some people that even I hadn't seen this film before. Neither had Sophie. Well, that doesn't shock people, but you know. <laughs> but more the fact that I can't believe I've gone through life and not seen this one mm. after for so long. I don't know why it kind of just passed me by in a sense. I don't know why that is, but... I'm quite surprised, actually, for you that you haven't seen mm. The Karate Kid because I think it's one of those where, with your love from Japan and all that kind of culture, I'd have thought it would have been something on your like kind of agenda to, to watch. I didn't know what to really expect with this one. I didn't know how heavy the culture and similar feeling on that really. I knew obviously I think the the main basis of it or what I took from here and there is an old man teaches a young kid how to defend himself kind of thing and not mm. obviously know exactly how the beats of the plot really went, but I yeah. assumed it was somewhat along those lines and it kind of is. It is, but it's so much more than that. Yeah. The way that he teaches him, the way that he kind of takes him under his wing, the culture behind it. So it kind of lets him into like his kind of, is it like ancestors and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, his background. Yeah. And it's, it's explaining to him like it's focus. It's kind of not to be fighting just to look cool and protect yourself. It's so you don't have to fight, you know, kind of thing. It's gaining that respect. I feel like more than it is trying to just beat people up. I think he's trying to teach him the morals and that kind of calm and zen approach, approach. To, to, yeah. to defending and slash fighting. Exactly. So that's why I think it's quite a nice kind of idea of it because I feel like the Japanese and you've got your Chinese, which is more the reason behind why they do something is more to do with your brain and your mental state. It's always linked there's always like a reason and it's always linked to like calm or peace and it is quite meaningful whereas like us we don't really have that really do we no we're all punch first ask questions later type of <laughs> yeah. mentality which is not great really but i love the japanese culture just for that reason yeah so i feel like i'm showing a bit of ignorance with this really because i going into this i kind of assumed with not knowing about the background of everything, but I thought it was more of a Chinese-influenced film. Rather, I don't know, I, I guess I didn't really know the difference between the martial art styles of things. But Yeah, well, you wouldn't because you haven't participated in and you haven't looked into, into this yeah. into too much depth. It was, was 
when they kind of said the wordings, wasn't it? When when Mr. Miyagi was kind of high, like saying yes, um, and then he said Saranara, and it was like, oh wait a minute, I'm recognizing these words and I know what they mean. And then that's when we kind of he did explain, didn't he, on the map? Yeah, he's he was from Okinawa, which is a Japanese prefecture, which is like in between Taiwan and mainland Japan. It's sort of like the east. Because mm. I was like, wait a minute, unless, and this is my ignorance again, unless there's like some common words that, because I know that the Chinese and Japanese, some of their culture and their religion kind of is integrated is it, a little is, bit. It's taken from Chinese and sometimes it's kind of like, I know when we went to Japan, our um, tour guide said sometimes it's kind of a merge of the two. It mm -hmm. can be. So it kind of, because they're quite close on the map, mm -hmm. it links together. So I think straight away when we figured out, <laughs> not in a bad way, we are, we've got a, a big love for Japan. Mm -hmm. More of a soft spot for this, almost from the get-go of knowing that information in a way rather than... I don't know, that seems, it seems a bit biased, but... Yeah, but it it was kind of like... Cause, and we could relate to certain things he was saying. And okay. I think you kind of get set in a scene where it's a kid moving to California. Yeah, so from Newark, New Jersey. And then you kind of... You don't even, like, see them... You obviously see them driving there, but you don't even get to see them until, like, <laughs> practically after the credits roll. And you see all this, like, even the beautiful opening scenery of them you know, travelling to from where they are to California and it's you're looking at the things like cinematography there of the landscapes and stuff it's really pretty you can kind of see as well a sense of like the fact with the car having to get jump started like they're from a not not a well-off yeah. background yeah and um, they have things that break and they can't afford to fix them and you can see that they're moving to California the mum wants she's got a better job opportunity and she I think she wants to provide a better life for her son in the sunshine and she keeps referring to oh you can just jump into the swimming pool as you get out of bed but as you quickly see from like this apartment complex where they live in <laughs> it's not it looks like a bit like a rundown motel type of scenario thing yeah and the swimming pool doesn't even have any water <laughs> in it I don't think it's like murky and yeah looks I would not dip even my big toe in it it was that disgusting um <laughs> yeah but so, we do seem to even from the onset of that obviously it's like the typical you know single parent scenario but they seem to have a good relationship they don't there's no like it's all playful fun remarks to one another it's it's not no bitterness no i think daniel the onset really loves his mum and i think his mum just wants the best mm -hmm. for him and i think it's got that it's not just a mother and son relationship I think it's it becomes a little bit more than that. And I think sometimes when your parents do split up, it kind of gives you that better relationship somehow. Yeah. Um not not always with both of them, maybe just with one particular parent if they're one on one with you. And they kind of come to more of a friendship area, I'd say, instead of them just being parents. But you do get when he goes into this like complex how nice it is really of the people. Like, maybe not the surroundings, but the actual people that he meets. Like, obviously, you've got Mr. Miyagi. You've got that old lady just sat near the, the horrible swimming pool. Um, and there was one guy that invites Daniel to the beach. And you can kind of get the sense of community. Mm -hmm. So I think there's the main part where Daniel goes to the beach. And this is where 
the kind of the main storyline kind of pans out. So there's this girl called Ali. Ali with an eye. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously she's a pretty Californian blonde and Daniel takes a shine into her, yeah. Yeah. He does. And it's kind of like a bit of a Sandy and Danny moment where, you know, he's like looking over to her and kind of got this like school romance yep. going on. And they seem to be getting along quite well until Ali with an eye has previous boyfriend issues. Yeah, a bunch of douchebags coming down on the bikes. Oh. And it's just like, oh, yeah, it's just so you can already tell you from where you're dressed and where you're acting, you're not supposed to like these yeah. characters at all. You just gives off that vibe just off the onset just really horrible men well boys yeah. just being absolute douchebags and just being horrible so obviously this one guy is super jealous and he's got like a bunch of cronies that just will do whatever he wants yeah. basically and there's one really insane one that's like wants to just kill everybody <laughs> so obviously poor daniel then just gets to a point of where his school life is pretty much already ruined before he even gets so, to have his first day. Which I don't, which I don't really understand because I mean the, these friends that he's sort of hanging around with beach with, and he's having this fight, and even though he fights back, they're, they're quite quick to like, you know, like abandon him in a sense. Oh, come on, this guy's like a loser. It's like oh, I don't see, I don't think you guys are a fair much chance against this fighting him anyway. So it's like, what, what's the problem there? I think it's because they don't want that trouble. Yeah. And they don't want to fight him because they know they know him. Yeah, not to mess with him because he does. Yeah, and they they're, they're like just, right, yeah. no, I don't want want to be part of that, which mm. is not really fair because if they hadn't invited him to the beach, he wouldn't have been in this sticky mess in the first mm -hmm. place. Yeah, and that's when he goes back to school the next day, and that's how he's sort of given the name Karate Kid, which is weird. Like that's the only sort of mention of that. You know, mm. like hey, it's Karate Kid, and you mean like. Ironic way, because he obviously couldn't really defend. He tried to defend himself, but he didn't really do a good job of it. Even though he's, he sort of knows some basics of karate, because mm. you can see him t teaching himself the kicks from a little book. <laughs> but this guy is obviously older. The one that is on the motorbikes, they mm -hmm. are older than him. I think they're like the seniors of the school. Yeah, they should know better. And he's looks like he, a couple of years younger. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it's so unfair. Like there's five of them beating up on one guy. It's like, I don't like that. I really don't. I just just think it's morally wrong. Like if you want him to fight anyone, if, I don't really think you should no, be No, not condoning fighting at all, but... No. It should be at least fair, one-on-one. -on -one, mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, to have a fair shot, not just somebody kicking somebody to the ground. That's just yeah, that's not completely the way wrong. To go. No. So obviously he gets to a point of where he's getting a bit fed up now because he gets beaten up again. And you can see this occurrence where he's just like, once he's on his there's, own. Th yeah, there's a bit in, I think, where they're playing sports at school and they're playing foot, well, soccer or mm. football, as we'd call it here. And sort of reminded me of like what people were doing, like high school where mm. I was. And it's, you know, like, oh, it's put, oh, let's purposely trip them up, kind of tackle them and just uh, make it look like an accident kind of thing. And it's just like, oh, I, just, I just hate those kind of people. Yeah. It's like, I don't even know where they exist. Like, if it's obviously. What was quite clever is Mr. Miyagi said, and I think it is really, really true, either about your teacher or your parents, I think it links mm -hmm. to. Yeah. So it links to your parenting. So like how you've been brought up is a massive thing. It's like no no dog is bad. No, no baby born is bad. Ba born bad. You know, we don't 
have horns coming out of their heads or anything like that when they're born. No. <laughs> so, Except in horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's just how people are brought up or in the Karate Kid, obviously for them it's their sensei, isn't it? That is the one where he's just like, no morals, as long as he's winning, he's, he's happy. It doesn't matter how you get there, if you're doing cheating or... Yeah, because Daniel goes to this karate dojo and he realised, oh, it's that kid who beat me up and his friends are all part of this mm. group. It's like, oh, you know, that must be so annoying to, like, thinking, like, one place where I can, you know, like, feel like a safe haven almost. And like, oh, this is what I'm kind of good at and enjoy. And it's ruined by this guy. And it's, I kind of get the sense of that as well. It's kind of like people at school that, that can just ruin an experience for you because they're involved in it and it's, yeah. it's, it's not good. So luckily for him, he has even a better teacher that he's not even aware of yet. Yeah. And to be honest, you've got this teen drama kind of thing within the middle of something really, really golden. So like every time Mr. Miyagi is on the screen, I am well happy. Yeah. I love him so much. He's like a little old man, but is a badass at the same time. And he's just so sweet. But like the way he teaches you lessons, it's... Sometimes quite interesting the way he does things, but they all have a purpose and a meaning. He's not just doing it to be mean or anything like that. No. He's thought it through. Yeah, but it's in a in a way that obviously in a way that's kind of benefiting him in a sense because obviously we know. I think you know as well, didn't you? The whole wax on, wax off statement. Oh, I think but, I said wipe on, wa- wipe off. Did I something ridiculous? But, but yeah, I'm yeah. Aware so I, was, of it. I obviously knew about that wording, but mm. obviously that comes. That plays a strong part in this is meaning the, the, the technique of doing waving your arm around to so do it's the defense, defense isn't it? yourself and then stroke up, stroke down with a paintbrush and all these the tasks he gets him to do for free. <laughs> Just so he gets his all his cars cleaned. cleaned. He gets his decking um, sanded yeah. down. Yeah. His fence painted, and he gets his house painted. <laughs> Um, so I love the fact that he's benefiting from it, but he's teaching him the poise of the positions. He's teaching him to breathe, the focus, and obviously it's that kind of concept behind it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really clever the way that he has done it, and they've built up such a great relationship. So obviously, how Mister Miyagi actually kind of meets Daniel is initially he's got a broken tap. Yeah. And that, that kind of relationship initially, you think, oh, it's not going to go that well because he's not really listening and he's just trying to catch the flies with his chopsticks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and that bit, I'm thinking, this is this is going to be a something like an exposition with this, sort of like, well, he's he's trying to do it and he's failing. And then you see it, you see it playing the scene play out again later in the film and he's... He's trying, Mr. Miyagi's trying to do it again. And then Daniel's like, can I try? And so, like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. And then he kind of, a couple of attempts, and he does it like almost straight away mm-hmm. kind of thing, thinking, well, I knew that was going to happen, but I thought that was going to be dragged out a bit more. Like it was going to be like a big thing, like uh, you are ready, Daniel-san. <laughs> what, what I loved was <laughs> Mr. Miyagi was like, what the hell? And kind of walked <laughs> off like... Yeah, beginner's look. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I just loved him because he was such like... He was a character. He's, he's, oh. He definitely makes the film. I can see why people probably love the 
film so much. Yeah, I want a little Mr. Miyagi, like, and he can be my little fix-it man because he fixed Daniel's bike. Um, I love the bonsai tree scene where it's like, close your eyes and cut the tree. Mm -hmm. We've actually just been given a bonsai tree for Christmas. Yeah. And you should see me with it. I am so like, oh, does it need any water? Is it all right? Oh, it's dropped a couple of leaves. <laughs> and then I'm thinking, I won't want to get some scissors at it and start cutting it. Not, not with my eyes closed. <laughs> no, chopping half the branches off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it grows a really, really lovely relationship. And I think for me, I'd have more of that. That's definitely the, the strongest part of the film. I'm not too keen on the whole... Ali and Daniel relationship building and all that sort of the high school stuff. Mm -hmm. It's a bit like, and it drags, takes me out of it a little bit and it goes on for a bit too long, really. I know it's yeah. kind of trying to develop that relationship between them, but it it's not, it's okay, but I could do mm. without a little bit less of it. I think it's the purpose behind it though, isn't it? That's the yeah, thing. Because obviously if it was just teaching him to do karate and we didn't know what the meaning was behind it of why he was wanting to learn it, yeah. then I guess it would lose that a little bit as well. Mm -hmm. But um, in the end, um, you get Daniel gets beaten up again and Mr Miyagi becomes a absolute badass and beats up all five or six of the biker guys mm -hmm. and <laughs> offers him, picks up Daniel and offers him tea, puts like a cold compress on his head and I love the bit where he's like trying to give Daniel the cup. Mm -hmm. And he's like teaching him how to hold it correctly. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's no handle on like any like Japanese um, ceramics or anything like that. Yeah. So obviously, to initially to hold it, you hold it from underneath. Mm -hmm. So just simple little things, which obviously that we're aware of, which quite added a nice appeal for me personally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Mr. Miyagi takes up on the role and he helps um, Daniel. So they go to the dojo to speak to the sensei, um, thinking that obviously it's normally behind the teacher that's the issue. I think Mr Miyagi then kind of sees that. That is the pretty much the case. Yeah. It's, this guy's just like a hard-headed, everyone must fight my the way, the brutal force of doing it. And, you know, it's just almost like army military mm. type attitude to it. Nothing of the kind of Japanese culture no. really driven within it. It is more like an American yeah, variety. Very, yeah, very much so. Yeah, where it's like to fight to win, yeah. not to kind of gain honour and respect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, yeah, we refer to the wax on. So wax right. Um, So you're putting the wax on with your right hand and you're waxing off with your left and you've got to, to breathe and that kind of so, but I can imagine after a bit, his arms must have ached. Well, he did say that because it's a circular motion, and it. I'm just doing it now, and it hurts already. And I've not <laughs> been doing it for very long. So on the basis of the, he said because Daniel says, "Oh, my arm is hurting after doing all that," and then Mister Miyagi does this warming his hands thing, and then just technique, and then puts his pressure. It must be something click it back into place or relieve strain. Or your tension arm. or tension. something, yeah. But it's I'm like I want miracle hands that can go that and it again create, create warmth, I guess. Again, that's something else that comes into play later on as well, recurring mm. factor. So I kind of got to a point of where I ended up enjoying more of 
the film. So I ended up stopping writing my notes. <laughs> this is about the time when he was sort of doing more the karate training and doing yeah. all the posing on the, the beach. and Yeah, that was when I kind of stopped writing because it was like, okay, no, I'm intrigued now about this. But there was a bit where they were on the beach and it was stood in the waves. And I'm like, what's he doing that for? And you're like, it's for balance. And I'm like... Yeah, as in if you're standing on one leg in a, in a pose and maintain that position while the rolling waves are coming in at you yeah, right. to, to stop you from, like, you know, over, not being scared of what's coming towards you. You're kind of just letting it out to maintain focus. But, yeah, I understand even, even if I was doing that, I wouldn't. I'd be like, what? I wouldn't. <laughs> I can't swim. So I know that sounds really, really bizarre, but I can't swim. Mm. I don't really like water. Um, if it goes over my shoulders, mm. I freak out. Um, <laughs> so like that for me, like just standing and letting this wave ripple over me, I'm like, yeah, I'd be on my ass. I'd be absolutely flailing my arms around mm-hmm. and screaming, probably. Uh, I have got good balance, though. Quite, yeah, you have. You have I'm like, quite... I'll, I'll give you that much. I could so probably stand st- on my... Stand on a tree stump and just do... Yeah, I could do that, probably. That'd be fine. Yeah. But not when a wave's coming at me. <laughs> So I did like the line of where it says, I think this is when they're on the boat, kind of mm-hmm. canoe, whatever Yeah, it is. And obviously they're making him row again to use his arms because he's got such weak little boy arms. Um, <laughs> and he's then making him balance like at the like the, the further end of the boat mm-hmm. and trying to do his like breathing techniques with whoosh, mm-hmm. whoosh. And <laughs> he's basically... Daniel's kind of mindset still is he wants to kick these people's asses and then he'll be better off. But what Mr. Miyagi's trying to get into his brain is you're going to train so that in the end you're not going to have to fight anymore, which is a brilliant concept. But then it's like you've done all this hard work, you've got it under the bag. Mm -hmm. But I'm always one of those, you need to keep doing something for it to be there. Yeah. So he still needs to train up, but he doesn't need to be beating people up, but he still needs to be doing what he was doing at Mr. Miyagi's house to keep on point. Because if you, I'm one of those, if you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah, much like maths or think, a <laughs> oh, lot of things from school. I've just whoosh, There's gone so out. many things, yeah. though. I feel like if I could go back and tell my younger self, don't worry about all of this. Yeah, focus on these things. Don't, yeah. don't f- focus so much on that. But. Like I feel like at school in maths, looking at a pie, I don't, unless you're going to be like a mathematician or whatever you Equations want. Equations and stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's... like your percentages, hone in on that because like when there's a sale and it's 50% or 25%, you'd want to know how much you're getting off your money. I feel like they don't give you enough money-orientated things and that's the main thing people struggle with when they come out of school or when they're yeah, trying to Yeah, that's every day. yeah thing that you use all the time yeah it really is i feel like you should be having in school mortgage lessons and yeah so it's english obviously english yeah you know it's the language you speak and you need to know those kind of things yeah. science uh, unless you're going to really do anything in the scientific field i don't think you really need to i know that they obviously need to give you this to give you a bit of knowledge but i feel well, like business skills like business studies should be practiced that Most should, definitely. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, don't get me started on school education. So 
yeah, the point was you if you don't use it, you lose it, like school education stuff. Yeah. Um so you kind of now getting to a point of where the tournament's coming up quite closely, he's trained, but you don't think he's up to scratch as much. And he kind of goes to Mr. Miyagi's house. Yeah, house, yeah. Because yeah. that's what he was painting and doing all the work on. <laughs> it looks literally like a little Japanese oh, no. kind of. Yeah, lovely. I'd love to live there. It was gorgeous, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. It even looked like it had like um, a Japanese kind of gardeny feel yeah. to it as well. And it had like a river and it had fish in I'm it. Su- maybe it's, it's cut out, but I'm surprised it's so like doing the, you know, the Japanese garden with the raking and stuff and make yeah. it perfection on that because that would be like <laughs> taking forever to do something like <laughs> But there's a scene where it's quite funny where Mr. Miyagi is drunk. Yeah. And he's such a funny character anyways. Mm-hmm. But when he's drunk, he's really, really funny. Mm-hmm. But actually, bless him, it's his anniversary for him and his wife. And you kind of get to see a little bit of his personal history coming out and background. So obviously he had a beautiful wife and she was pregnant. And sadly, he lost both, which I think is just such a horrific thing. It's like that's meant to be something really joyous, like your wife's pregnant and you're going to be having a baby. And it should be a lovely bundle of joy that comes out instead of losing mm-hmm. your wife and your child. Yeah, I just can't yeah. even imagine how anyone would feel with that. No, I'd be pretty upset if that were to happen. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. Yeah. Would that be because you wanted a baby or because I'd be dead? Well, I lost <laughs> both two people, very important people. <laughs> yeah, but bless you. I guess you haven't even met the the baby, but you'll have known yeah. for it for nine months that yeah. you were going to have a yeah. child. Mm-hmm. So there was another line that I liked, and I like these little mottos and stuff mm-hmm. like yeah. that. Focus is power. Mm-hmm. So I have another thing that I quite like, and I forgot who quotes it, but where energy flows... Mm-hmm. Focus goes, uh-huh. and that's my like. I quite like that idea. So when he was on about focus is power, yeah, that kind of links to the where energy goes, focus flows. Yeah, or is it where? And <laughs> I don't know. It's I your, think I've said it right. It's I think I've said it right. Told me about, so I, I can't <laughs> quote correct you on no, your. I think I've said quote. it backwards or something like okay. that. But you get my principle. Uh-huh. I, I was. was there I think any that's that? the main part. Is the focus. If you're giving 110% focus on something, mm-hmm. you're going to benefit from it. And yep. I think I like these kind of little morals and kind of... Life lessons kind of yeah. thing, yeah. That makes I, you think about things a bit more. I take a lot from that and it kind of makes my brain think a little bit. And I think this is what I love about the Japanese culture because they do have that, whereas ours is not as driven behind that. So then we get to the nice scene. His birthday? Yeah, where he's... He's given this it was, it was a robe, isn't it, from his mm-hmm. from, from him, do you think? Is what he wore? Possibly. They, from his wife kind of gave it to him and it was like an embroidered thing with the I know the embroidered the, was put on the back. back of it. Yeah, so sort of like a martial arts mm-hmm. what do you call them? Geese, I mm-hmm. think that's what they're called. Um so that was a nice thing. And then he also takes him outside and know he lets him pick out one of the cars that he's waxed down so that's very generous of him yeah it is so you can kind of see that relationship growing daniel obviously hasn't got a father figure present yeah so he sees that in mr miyagi and mr miyagi as we now know doesn't have any living family relations so he's 
sort of adopted Daniel as his son and passing on his knowledge to him. Yeah. In a way, so there's that, yeah, there's some connection, like, you know, like a father would give their son a car for their birthday. And kind of like out of the blue, Daniel says, oh, I got my driving license today. That is kind of thrown in a little bit. Because mm-hmm. I thought he, he sort of could already drive, but I, I don't I know. I think that... he could drive, but obviously I think he wasn't of age, I think. Yeah. That's supposed to no, be. Yeah, so he's got that sort of kind of like, oh, right, immediately after that, here's a car. Yeah. Thing, but... So I think that was a lovely kind of scene, and I really enjoyed that scene. Um, but then <laughs> there's a part where it makes me quite laugh. So he's on about balance for his life, mm-hmm. and obviously it's kind of balance is key within everybody's life. So you've got people say about work-life balance, home balance, and trying to get like that equal keel to working at the same as you would have like relaxation and downtime. And Daniel says to Mr. Miyagi, you're my best friend. And Mr. Miyagi just put, says like, you're pretty okay too. And I just love that because it's like such a Japanese kind of culture. They don't seem to gush, I guess, as much as like Americans are. Yeah, they're very reserved in how they, obviously they're very grateful all the time about everything. So appreciative, but I think they don't, they're not. They're not over the top, top. with it, yeah. no. <laughs> not unlike anime, where they're super expressive and everything. But yeah. So I really, really enjoyed that bit. Like the you're pretty okay too. Is you've just given me a car. You obviously like me. Yeah. But you're only okay. Yeah. And there's the whole thing about um, the when you say like shouting banzai, banzai, oh. and kind of thing, which I learned was actually sort of meaning of like ten thousand years of like long life. Like a oh. like a meaning of like live long and prosper type yeah statement and also but it was also a thing that when obviously like World War Two like Japanese bombers and stuff were like shouting like like a military type charge as well so it's kind of like a bit of a more <laughs> and an intimidation thing as well as meaning also like live long which is kind of a <laughs> weird contrast when you think about it but it's yeah it's it's an odd thing but it was the thing you've pointed out that. You say your dad shouts it all the time. He does. So I didn't understand this. And I'm going to ask him when we're on a call later um, to kind of ask, confirm if it is from this film. But I feel it must be because, like, I don't know any other film where that somebody shouts bonsai. Um, Banzai. Not bonsai. Bonsai tree. I think my dad shouts bonsai tree. So I Uh, think... Okay, he's getting it wrong. (laughs) You have to correct it. It's B-A-N-Z-A-I. So banzai. My dad Band. thinks he's shouting like of, of a little tree because yeah. I know. Yeah, that is a bit random, <laughs> isn't it? When you think about it that way, right? Okay. Because it's like saying ketchup. Because or... <laughs> I know my dad wanted a bonsai Daisy. tree, and when he got one, he went bonsai, bonsai. Oh, okay. So I'm thinking that he must it's think he's misconstrued, seen yeah. tiny little tree. Yeah. Shouting it. So yeah, I'll have to ask him about that one. Um, <laughs> Because I was gonna do that to you with our tree, with our bonsai. Yeah. So what? What is this one then? But Ban- banzai. Banzai. Yeah. Banzai. Okay. Yeah. You can see where the confusion lies a little bit. Bon. One. Ban. Yeah. Vowel. Yeah, yeah. Literally. Um. So yeah, let's go to the tournament. Which is really fun. Mm. And, and intense. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. That's the like getting to the very end of it. And um, you know, you obviously know it's going to be let that underdog hero story going to play out. But 
all the way through it, you're kind of like, yeah, come on, yeah. Yeah. You're rooting for him and all that stuff. It's, it's really... Daniel does quite well, but you don't know when he kind of gets to the other guys, which I love the fact that they're in black. Like, all the um, biker guys are in black, yeah. kind of. the Cobra Kai is the place of the, the where the dojo, what the dojo is called. So I know there's a thing on Netflix. There's, like, a series about that. So maybe be worth checking that out as yeah. well i know there's been i think it's on its third series now or something oh so we've got some catching up to, to i do. love that so that might be worth looking into now that we've seen finally seen this now and see what that's all about but um i love catching up though when you've not got you've got a bit of context behind something yeah and yeah. because there's three seasons as well to kind yeah, of get go through. out yeah. you're not having to wait for something you can kind of just do a bit of a binge yeah. um which i quite like to uh-huh. do so daniel's doing quite well yeah. Obviously, Ali is his cheerleader, which is quite a funny part with um, Mr. Miyagi saying she's his interpreter, even though when this guy's talking, she's not actually then speaking back to Mr. Miyagi, if you, if you yeah. get me. So that made me chuckle because it's like, well, really, she should be speaking to him for then him to trans for her to translate back to this man. But she's not doing that. And then when he walks off, this guy says, thank you, doesn't he? And he goes, you're welcome. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's funny bit. Yeah. It's quite funny. Yeah. But the guy doesn't even blink about it, does yeah. he, really? No. He doesn't even say anything. So I think the black belt, well, he gets to pinch the black belt. And <laughs> there's another line where he says, Buddha has provided the, yeah. <laughs> the <Yeah>. black belt. <laughs> <laughs> which really he's just pinched it um so that did make me chuckle just he's just such a brilliant character as mr miyagi and i actually prefer him to daniel i want don't get me wrong i want daniel to win the tournament tournament and i want daniel to do well yeah and i want the baddies to get the come up on yeah. yeah but i really want it more for mr miyagi yeah for it to come into fruition of you know his efforts of doing that teaching him all the Right. Yeah. And you can see such a proud kind of like dad moment when he's like really winning and doing well and he's focusing and then obviously it gets a bit grim towards the end where they're playing dirty these oh, guys really just playing dirty. That, that other sensei is like oh just take him down kind of thing and just oh, disqualified the other guys are saying but it's like yeah do, you know to ask you to do it kind of thing just do it mm-hmm. well you can't not not do yeah you have to abide by what they thing. say that's yeah. the thing isn't it yeah and Obviously, just kicking him in his ribs, where clicking him in his sore points, and it's like, come on, this is yeah, just taking his leg down by his knees or whatever. And that's just playing dirty. dirty. It's not yeah. a, a winning. It's not the way of no. the, how the culture is. So no, it's not. And I, I don't think I'd have been happy if I won that way. Like, I'd rather lose and know I tried my best mm-hmm. than playing utterly dirty and cheating. Yeah, and again, that's something else I hate when people mm. do it for the own personal gain of that by not playing fair but i wouldn't feel satisfied would you well, some people just are ignorant of that in terms i won't of, feel like i deserve oh, yeah, it oh yeah i did it you know, thing, I'm, I'm ace but i um, no. did it the, the bad way but you obviously get to the, the the most exciting part where it's like is he gonna win against this guy and he against johnny yeah johnny <laughs> <laughs> and obviously lo and behold he does the stance the crane stance or whatever and he managed to kick him in his face or whatever which is take him down and it's like yes brilliant it's like isn't it? it air punching moment yeah yeah is it his bad leg he kicks with then yeah it is yeah because he's, he's standing on these he's good leg. leg but then he kicks with the 
leg that he got injured by. So. Yeah, which is fantastic. Take. Obviously, we've got one part where Mr Miyagi does his magic trick again. Yeah, of course, that's how he makes him better, as said, so that came back into play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so Daniel wins. He gets to kind of then have the trophy. Yeah, and then it kind of ends there, doesn't it? it kind of Miss Miyagi's like a, yes, you did well, my son. Yeah, and then that's it. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and But it was enough. It wasn't disappointing. I feel like it ended on a high, so... Oh, yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. But there was a bit where it could have been tweaked with the romance with Ali. I think my main bit was Daniel and Mr Miyagi, but I understand why yeah, that story's there. But also, when we get to the, well, I guess we go to the scoring now, and I guess I'll mm-hmm. explain. You wanted to go first? Um, yeah, I suppose so, Cam. So, like I said, I can't believe I have not. It's taken me this long to watch this film. Definitely appreciate getting it in four K mm-hmm. and seeing. And I got it on the. It was going on like a sale or something so i think well i'm gonna see it. i want to see it the best quality possible rather than just like a dvd or even blu-ray quality because i know it's it's gonna be one of those things that everyone has very high praise of and therefore it's it's probably not going to be it's not surely not going to be terrible and it's not terrible it's it's better than okay and it's it's high up there mm-hmm. there comes obviously the visuals of the scenery as well that I said that even location shots, there's a part where Miyagi and Daniel are training with the punches. You know, he's got that <laughs> yeah. suit on and he's going, but it's like panning out and it's by the lake and everything. There's that visual. It's just very aesthetically pleasing in the, the mm. scenery that we've got going on. Yeah. There, Good locations. Locations, scouting on that part. Um, Mr. Miyagi is definitely the main drive of the story and he's the best character, obviously. There's the the whole Japanese Okinawa influence, as I now know. Yeah, so I feel yeah. like I, I learned something from this as well, in a mm. way. Like, I didn't know, especially, especially the fact that karate is a, more of a Japanese martial art influenced that obviously you know, came from Okinawa and Japan sort of developed it as well. But it's it kind of those origins there, so I didn't know about that. Do you think it's helped as well, the fact that we've been to Japan? So, like... I think if, so. If to watch it, this prior... Been, yeah, I might have been like, I don't know how I would have felt about it, really. So maybe that was a good in a sense. Mm. I hadn't seen it in so long. and but um, So the bad points, I guess, like I've sort of touched upon, is the 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 whole like teen romance thing going. It's fine in some part, in small doses, but it does play on that a bit heavy, and I'm not entirely interested in that. <laughs> no, 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 there's not a problem with... How they act around one another, even though it's if it's because Daniel does look a lot younger than yeah, he does look a lot younger Ali's than character, him. and almost everybody else. To be fair, yeah, <laughs> he gonna, looks really yeah, young. yeah, yeah. Um, there was a scene which I don't really. I, I thought there was going to something play out because it was it was camera was focused in a in a way that made it look like something was going to transpire, where he's Daniel's with his mum in this like cafe across from the the karate dojo mm-hmm. is like very focused they're sat either side in the window showing the cobra kai gang yeah looking at it think like, oh, oh look it's it's him and his mum in the cafe or something and like and then they kind of just run off and they're thinking i feel like there was something 
mm. supposed to happen there. I don't know what was going to happen. You know, like a brick was going to be thrown through the window no. or anything. But as if like it kind of just happens later on. It's like then they get ch- you get chased on the bikes, and it's like is that how, how what what relation to I that think... scene is is that really? It just seems a bit of an odd choice. It's like it was setting up something mm. in that shot, but nothing transpired from it so. and they were being cowardly custards weren't they because it was like oh though his mum's there we can't do anything but we'll come back later that's how mm. i kind of got from it maybe but yeah i don't know well that's really all i can say bad about it it's just that bulk that maybe didn't need to be maybe 20 minutes mm. cut out of it on that side of things really didn't need to thing there was like that montage with the going to that golf and stuff place or where it was called at the fairground. Yeah. And that was, I don't know, there's a bit, meh, didn't, didn't really need to have all that going on mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But definitely watch it again. Mm-hmm. Me too. And, and with that being said, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Ooh, okay. Okay. So is like, would it have been a 7 if it didn't have Mr Miyagi in it? Is that what you're saying? Or 6? <laughs> I feel like seven was maybe a, a bit harsh. Yes, hundred percent is. I think based on that, because like I say, Miyagi makes the movie. He does. Really, so that's that's the main selling point of it, of course. But so that's why it's up there. But I say it's it's not a nine or a ten because of the the high school drama stuff going on. Okay. So I'm a little bit different to you. Okay. So I think Daniel's acting is a little bit weak. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'll agree with that on, as well. There's certain points, but I kind of just overlook it because he's like a, a kid, he's learning, so I kind of overlook that a little bit. But... Yeah, and I think the main actor is Mr Miyagi. I think he's, like, my kind of favourite character, and I always do this. If I have a favourite character and I get attached, mm-hmm. I can kind of forgive certain things. So mm-hmm. Mr Miyagi gets rid of the fact that Daniel's a bit of a poor actor and so with some of the others. yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, there's a little bit too much of the rom com stuff, which sounds really strange for me to say. But I enjoyed it at the beginning, but then I actually realised I enjoyed more when it was Mr. Yagi and Daniel, and that was my more appeal, which surprised me. I thought I'd want the teenage romance thing, because that used to be my kind of mm-hmm. cliche. But that's not what really what the film's supposed to be focusing on no. too much. I think it's probably equally appealed, really. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we just want a little bit more of the Karate Kid side of it, yeah. really, personally. Um, like you've touched upon, again, with the culture of Japan, Japan and all of that. I think I don't think I'd have valued this as much if I had watched it prior to going to Japan or if I hadn't watched any other action films or anything like that. I don't think if this was a younger Sophie film, I'd be scoring it the score I am. Mm-hmm. It would be quite a a weak one, probably. Okay. For me, yeah, at a younger age. So I'm actually going to give it a nine. Oh wow! I thoroughly enjoyed it, and the reason why it's a nine is more for Mr Miyagi. It would be probably be an eight. I'd have gone with like you, uh-huh. but my extra point is Mr Miyagi. Okay. He's so I I want a Mr Miyagi so much. I just want a little man in the shed somewhere. <laughs> oh, that, that sounds comes, horrible comes and helps me out and does his little jobs and teaches me and I'll do all to his wax house. On, wax off yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just I think he's such a lovely character yeah. and but to character build yes. that in its sense is golden and then you've got the scenery like you say in this clever shots. 
the knowledge that it gives you as well. So you're getting a little bit of a history lesson with it. Yeah, maybe un unintentionally, but I did learn something. Yeah, this, yeah, and we actually wanted to research things afterwards, which... Yeah, to clarify. To make that. sure we were like, wait a minute, it's saying all these yeah. Japanese phrases. And then we were like, oh, okay. And then we kind of kept on digging mm. and digging until we figured out. Mm -hmm. One thing I didn't know, I found it funny that the film's rated 15 because it doesn't really give that impression of being, it felt more like a 12 at most. Yeah, I don't know I if don't it's just more the violence and the beating perhaps, up possibly. But, so there we go, the second episode done. I hope everyone's enjoying 2021 so far. I know it's not ideal with everything and being in lockdown again for us in the UK. I hope if we've got any other listeners outside of the UK that it's a little bit better for you guys. Mm -hmm. But hopefully we'll bring the smile to your days and making it a little bit easier. We're surely enjoying it. So obviously we haven't got much else that we can do. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, we'll just put a film on. So it's kind of like our highlight of the weekend at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, certainly a lot of fun to for both of us to discover films that neither of us has watched so i maybe try and implement that a little bit more because i say i've got loads of things that to catch up on i haven't seen myself mm -hmm. next time will probably be one that sophie hasn't seen but i have yeah so sort of like space out like on off on off and then drip feed <laughs> yeah. a couple that i have seen that yeah. paul hasn't seen, seen. Yeah. there's not as much of those so we need to kind of Hold on to them yeah. tight. <laughs> yeah, he's using sparingly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think um, we might start doing as well a little bit of a recording of when we go through the films of what we want to watch because Paul the other night brought all these films down. Bless you, you took so long to pick them and kind of put them into piles and everything. And then I was so ungrateful and was like just reading through them going, No. Don't like the front cover of that one. No. no. And then yeah. reading the back going, that's a maybe and yeah. kind of <laughs> going yeah. through that so that might be some good content that people might mm -hmm. like to listen to yeah. probably just even if it's on instagram yeah on the stories or something. Yeah. yeah yeah so thank you very much for listening to this episode and be sure to check out all our other episodes on itunes spotify podbean and wherever else you might get your podcasts from definitely go and follow us on sp underscore film viewers um for our instagram and Twitter as well. We are more on Instagram, though, yeah, I'd say. But, but you follow us on there as well. Yeah. yeah we do just stream from Instagram to Twitter, and I do post some stuff through there. So Paul's doing some amazing work on our Instagram page at the moment. He has got, I say you, because you put all the yeah, hard work yeah. in. Yeah, um, so we're up to three, 300 followers now on there, and that's a very small milestone maybe for some to some people's eyes, but it's a fair achievement for... For us, for yeah. Us, yeah, it means a lot. Yeah. You, you have to start small. You can't just go up there straight away. So, you know, I'm really grateful for everybody who is liking, enjoying any of our content or anything like that. So thank you so much for spending some time with us. Yes, thank you very much. So with that being said, guys, stay safe and we'll speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Bye now. Bye. 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 Bye.